versus brother. Andrew, how do you do? Hey, good man, how are you? I'm doing well. The Oscars were this past weekend. Yeah, I was about to ask you. Green Book won, Mahershala Ali won. Yeah, I guess I owe you and Dev a pizza. I thought it was just if our pick won. So like I picked Roma even though Green Book was my favorite. Oh, okay. So you can be off the uh, hook for that. Fair. Also, uh, everybody, we apologize for not posting this past week. We were a little busy with travel and stuff like that. So I'm glad you're back with us this week. So as recently as five years ago, Andrew and I and our cousin Chris went to China to visit our uncle. Andrew, what did you think about China? It was uh, definitely a different place. It was interesting. I don't know if I could live there because... It seemed, uh, I mean, honestly, in the cities and stuff, it seemed pretty pretty lawless for the most part. I mean, there was, like, some organization and everything, but it seemed like a lot of people were out for themselves and doing whatever they needed to do to get by. Yeah, I thought it was a uh, an interesting experience. I mean, it was on my list of places to go, and I'm glad that we got to go. But now that I've been there, I don't ever feel the need to go back. I've experienced that culture and I'd rather go to other places in Asia before going back to China. I think I would go back to Beijing. No, not Beijing, Hong Kong. Hong Kong was a cool, was a cool spot, but that's more like my speed, I think, also because it was like an English colony for a while or it's a different culture there as opposed to like mainland China. The experience was worthwhile. The people were very cutthroat in a business sense uh, because they had to be. That's the culture. But I think the cities to me seemed pretty clean from what I can remember. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely cleaner than New York for sure. <laughs> but people were still, were kind of rude, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that, that first culture shock when we got off the plane in Beijing and then we had to go through customs, like it was just this mass of people, probably at least a thousand people and just all rushed to the front to get through customs and like people were cutting us constantly. There was no, absolutely no queue. There was no organization, it was just, it was a free for all. There's no organization. Correct. And that was the beginning of like many instances like that. Yeah, yeah, and people were asking you to take pictures of us because we're tall and white. I didn't mind that. Fucking narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> what a... Uh... How long How long did we go for? Two weeks? I think we were there for two weeks, yeah. Two weeks, yeah, yeah. But we got, we got spoiled a little bit. Yep. I don't think we had the normal China visit, because... For sure, we, we had a chauffeur, we had a translator. Yeah. Neither of us would have been able to drive over there. Hell no, we would not <laughs> have gotten around. Yeah, but that was pretty funny. I enjoyed it, but I'm like you, I think I wouldn't necessarily go back. I don't... I don't need to go back there, I feel like. Yeah, it was a great trip with you and Chris. Yeah. But I'd, I'd rather see Japan, Thailand before. Japan is cool. Japan's much different. Yeah, I'm sure. But before getting back to China. So, speaking of driving and chauffeuring, Andrew, what's your, uh, what's your Uber rating? My Uber rating is 4.96, and that pisses me off because I don't know what I did that would give me below a 5. Everybody should be giving me 5 stars because I'm the most complimentary Uber passenger in the world, I feel like. You are very polite as an Uber rider. I often like to 
joke around with the people I'm with, even joke around with my Uber driver. So maybe that gets misconstrued. I have a 4.92. You fucked up, bro. Yeah. I've probably caused some other people's Uber ratings to go down because of my actions in an Uber, but mine's a 4.92. I'm satisfied with that. Okay. I also don't Uber that much, too. Oh, really? Yeah. You got to get those numbers up, bro. Pad those stats. I got an Uber to get the numbers up, I guess. Yeah, pad those stats. The problem is I'll never be a five anymore. Never. I, I have that one rating that just brings me down. Are you sure it's just one? It looks like it's just one. Could be two. Could be two. Who knows? But anyway, we are talking about rating systems, social credit systems. Uh, that's why we went into Uber and into our trip in China. But want to get into this the black mirror episode that i'm sure everyone has seen it is the first episode of season three called nosedive it's the social rating system starring bryce dallas howard ron howard's daughter no bright her name is bryce dallas howard i don't know if she's related or not i would assume she's a redhead no that doesn't mean anything all right look it up all right i just like her because she's hot she is the eldest daughter of actor and director Ron Howard. Yes. Good job. Boom. So, all redheads are related. Anyway. Yeah, Nosedive. What a creepy episode. I think that's the creepiest episode. One of the creepier episodes. I don't know. I I, I, I kind of liked it. Because I feel like that could, that could, and it is, going into effect, a social credit system has already been put in place in several regions of China. Provinces. Provinces of China. And so I think that Nosedive is one of the creepier episodes because it is already going into effect and will go nationwide in China uh, next year, I guess. Yeah, 2020. It'll probably coincide with the presidential election of the U.S. Oh. Yeah, which is a little weird. Yeah. But what is a social credit system, Nicholas? (laughs) Well, I'm glad you asked. So a a social credit system is you start right now, how they have it is you start with a thousand points and you get bonuses for doing good deeds and points deducted for doing bad deeds. So if like you jaywalk, you can get demerits. If you run a red light, you can get demerits. If you donate blood, give money to charity, charity, quote unquote, then you get points added to your to your score and so you can be with bad scores you can be denied loans you can be denied plane tickets you can be banned from getting into schools it can stop you from getting a job you can even get your dog taken away which is pretty funny yeah that's weird well it seems like all of the consequences or punishments coincide with like those particular actions I guess. So like if you don't pick up your dog's poop, that's what take your dog out without a leash, then your dog can get taken away. Or if you crowd an airport gate or smoke in a non-smoking section or play your music loud on a train, you could get banned from domestic travel in certain ways. So or like high speed travel, they'll make you ride the bus, which will add hours upon hours to your trip as opposed to a four hour train, high speed train trip. 
or probably the one I would have the most trouble with is if you if you play too many video games, they keep track of your video games, your your playing or your entertainment probably. I don't think it's specific to <laughs> video games. In the video game in the videos that I saw, they specifically talked about video games several times. I think it is video games. Okay. Yeah, I mean it, it looked like it was specific to video games, but it could just be you know, entertainment or whatever in the future. Yeah. And they throttle your internet if you play too many hours in a day or something like that. So this company, uh, Sesame Credit, which is an offshoot of Alibaba, tracks all of your purchases because most people make purchases just with their phone now in China. Like they don't even use cash or card. And they keep track of what you purchase and so yeah can i can i say something yeah. about that it's actually an interesting system because from our experience in china we saw a couple of homeless people vagabonds vagabonds instead of like asking for cash or something they would have like a qr code and people could just scan that qr code and donate directly to their account or whatever that's right that was really weird so that was it was an interesting system but i mean it, it's all trickle down technology in that it allows even the homeless people the the very poor to benefit from the no transact the quick transactions of the digital age internet currency damn cuz that goes into the system too cuz the government also tracks the government tracks these, uh, you know, spending and, and, and stuff. I'm sure they, it's hard to keep a close eye on 1.41 billion people. But, I mean, that's what China does, I guess. The, the Communist Party of China, the CPC. Mr. Xiao Jinping. I think that's his name. Xi Jinping. This Sesame Credit, they track all of your purchases. And, like, if you buy a ton of junk food that can go against you and if you buy knockoffs that can go against you really yeah so like which is interesting if you get fake jordans your yeah your credits yeah. your social credit score goes down yeah that's it that's insane yeah so do you want to take a break yeah let's take a little break and then we'll jump back in we are alibaba Get your stuff with us, we're cheaper than Amazon, cause we're made in China. Get your stuff. Alibaba. Alright, thank you to our sponsor, Alibaba. Alibaba. What? I mean, like, why the name? It sounds like they would sell magic carpets. Alibaba? It's catchy. Plus it's an A. First in the phone book. You know, like Amazon, Apple, it's like the first... It is a catchy name. The first in the phone book kind of thing, yeah. I think that's what it is. I don't know. He's a billionaire for sure, though. Jack Mao is, uh, I think that's his name, right? Jack Jack Mao? Yeah. He's super smart. I've seen a couple of his talks. They're pretty, he's a smart dude. But unfortunately, I think he's, uh, I think he would be a lot richer. He would definitely be the richest man in the world if, if, he, if, he, was a U if he was in the U.S., yeah. If he wasn't a communist. Well, you know, you got to play the game, man. Honestly, I don't know if we'll ever be back able to go back to china because of this recording who knows <laughs> they're listening they are so if we had a social credit system in place in the u.s what do you think your score would be out of five out of five well i mean that's how they do it in the in the uh black mirror episode yeah 
Well, I mean, social credit effects right now would probably be low because, you know, I got bills to pay and I'm broke and got no money. And so I probably got some traffic ticket tickets somewhere that I just don't need to pay or something like that. But <laughs> I think my score would probably be in the like right now, like the mid threes, maybe the low fours. I don't know. I'm OK, I think. <laughs> I'm OK. <laughs> I hope I, I hope I'm OK. The problem with this system is, especially in China, there's 23 provinces. Not China. China. In China? Yeah, that's how Donnie says it. Oh, Don, our president. The problem is that in, in China, you have 1.4 billion people spread throughout 23 different provinces when the U.S. is only 33. 335 million people. Also, what I think comes into play is the demographics of it all. So if you break down China, it's basically a little over 90% are actually Chinese people. And then only 8%, a little over 8% are minorities. 91, 92, it's almost 92% and 8% are, the rest are minorities. So very minimal population, not a lot going on in that realm of like, because everybody's kind of tribal there, right? So it's, they stick with their families. It's very ancestral. So it's it's easier to track, I think, than say the U.S. population, which has freedom of speech, yes. freedom of, religion. you know, what are all these different yeah. freedoms. Yeah, freedom of religion. So there's no, the, it would have to be a very broad, like, scoring system, and that I don't think would yeah. cover everything. So that would be the issue and if you're trying to implement this in the U.S., which, you know, I... I like this system. I think it's a cool. I'm kind of down. I think it's a, I'm kind of down. With yeah, it. I think I would be into it. Yeah. Even though your score is a high three, low four. Yeah, but I'm looking at this as a brand manager, I guess, and it's all about managing your how people see you. I think so. If you can make, if you can do all the right things, maybe yeah. you spend a couple bucks to hire like a a social media manager, which will. Not everybody can do that, but that means the rich will obviously be like... Someone to manage your personal social media accounts. Well, the people that know are on the inside and they know all the rules and stuff. Because the problem is you wouldn't know all the rules yeah. for the system. And then if it's a fluid system as opposed to a set system, it, it just gets a little a little crazy. So you would want someone that would give rise to like the social brand manager who would be able to control people's scores based on how much you pay them or whatever. So I don't know. That was, that was a very like long trail to to my score so to go back to freedom of speech they're obviously in in china they really don't have they freedom. don't have that yeah yeah but it having this social credit system kind of takes away from the spice of life because if you are unique and eccentric people aren't gonna are gonna judge you by the normal standards and you're gonna get a low low score. True, but also it only it only really affects you unless you're like a big opponent of the government, which also is another thing. 
you 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 won't be able to travel or own a pet or maybe attend the best school but if you're like our age where you're already out of school and it's implemented you're a young adult and you don't have any kids or anything like that the only thing that might affect you is uh that could really affect your day-to-day life is like there's a system in place in china where it controls how you're matched up on dating sites it could match up, which that's the uh, Sesame system. It works with another site. I forgot the site, the dating sites. The, I think it's the big one that uh, matches you up with certain people. So it controls like how, who it connects you with and things along those lines. And, and so, I mean, it, it could potentially control the most important part of your life, which is your relationship with your significant other, which controls a lot of people's lives. And uh, that could that could hurt yeah. a lot of people in a certain way. And they have a very low birth rate, so that's what they're concerned about the most. So that's well, I think I think it could also further divide society, uh, like create more classes. Yeah, of course. And really further disadvantage the poor. So if you're like late on paying a bill, or like I said, they're tracking these purchases. If if you can only afford a certain amount of food or like lower price items, like you shouldn't be given uh demerits for that but well there needs to be some wiggle room but there does the problem is china's not going to do that they have enough to worry about that they're not going to worry about case-by-case basis i feel like then what's the point of it they're just gonna give you a score and that's it and then if the people fall they fall and that's that's it'll affect your family and it'll affect you and and they'll just worry about keeping the other people up i feel like oh, okay okay i think it's it's good for traveling because kind of around the globe chinese are seen as kind of bad tourists yeah but they're i don't think it would i don't think it would affect how they act in other countries i think it would because you usually see chinese people traveling in groups and so if they were to be seen doing something undesirable you get raided right there but it also oh, yeah maybe well what if they but, sent what if they sent someone with the group i mean that could also be plausible like, a, like an agent but or something if you have a low score then you can't fly and you can't be kind of an ambassador for the country of china because that's what that's what you are when you travel you're an ambassador to your country yeah and right now people are kind of chinese people are rude while they're traveling you kind of get a bad taste in your mouth and of, it could, yeah, of the overall population yeah and it could get the more favorable citizens out into the world and really bar people from china i think i think that's a big part of it because they want to look fair like the best country in the world to everyone else and honestly i think americans could use that because i've seen i'd seen some jackasses fair, a, across yeah. the in Europe, I, I'm sure I've been one of them at, at one point in time. For sure. I mean, there's jackasses, I'm sure, from every country. But yeah, I think it's it's important to. I, I think you're right. I think that's uh, that's a uh, that's a big deal that might that might come into play. Who knows? But the problem is, uh, or not the problem. I think 
from everything that I've seen, I think it would only apply really to domestic travel. Because, I mean, China is a huge country in itself, so it takes a while to get from point A to point B anyways. True, but I think eventually it would be pushed to international travel. For sure. I mean, yeah, that makes sense that they would want their best citizens, only the yeah. best people going out into yeah. the world. And I mean, they patrol who comes in because we had to we had to go get those visas and we had to go yeah get it was a long process yeah. of visas. But yeah. I I think just going back to freedom of speech, there's a journalist whose name is uh, this isn't even a hard name to pronounce, but I'm gonna butcher her name Liu. L-I-U, Hugh, Liu Hugh, he's a journalist and he's writing about government censorship and corruption and he's totally blackballed. So like, he can't go anywhere. Yeah, that's the other thing is they create a blacklist of, it seems like the only people winding up on the blacklist were political opponents. Yeah. Which is a big deal in China because it's censorship. It's scary. Yeah, so that's that's a big part of it is if there's not a... It's it's a way to hold uphold the power of the Communist Party. Yeah, and with a corrupt government like that, there is, no matter if they want to admit it or not, there's levels of corruption in that government. And without a set standard of scoring people, that means that they can change the rules to whatever they want in order to only apply it to their opponents yeah so if you actually Hassan Minaj did a pretty good episode on it he did it's called censorship in China it's season two episode three of Patriarch they're talking about like Winnie the Pooh well he talks about the me too movement oh so it's a big deal in China because you know obviously so many people the internet moves very quickly but China's government monitors their internet very closely so um this movement caught on pretty rapid fire and i'm not going to spoil the whole episode i would like people to go watch it but it, it the the government used its rules in different ways to restrict their opponents or whatever the women who came out against high government officials in the me too movement so it's a it was it was a big deal um, I forgot the lady who started it, but she was uh, she was blacklisted immediately, basically. Yeah. And she didn't. She unfortunately didn't do anything wrong. She just came out as uh, a victim of sexual abuse in, in high, from a high government ranking official. Yeah. So I think if the if China is going to be looked on as uh, benefiting from this system, they need a set rule system in order to uh, in order to really. Uh, be viewed as beneficial. But, I mean, I guess from reading these articles that I've read about this, there's a lot of corruption in China in the government. Yeah, both at the national and the local level levels, yeah. And that's hard to push out. So... It's 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 gonna be. I mean, there's corruption in every government, probably. For sure, yeah. And and they really have like a a history of human rights violations, and so this only has potential to really propel that. Yeah, I think. But I think if they do create this system that is a set system and benefits the right people doing the right things, I think it is potentially a smart. Not a smart idea, but, you know, an idea where people will be able to bump up their lives if they do the right thing. It is. It's a way to make 
society better. I think so. It, but you have to do it right. But you have to do it right. Like, I think maybe they're rushing into it. And China's yeah. probably not the best. Well, they started in 2014. So they've had uh, seven years at this point. Five years. Five years, though. yeah. Sorry, bad math. Good math. I think China might not be the best testing pool. Yeah. Whereas somewhere maybe like Sweden or something like that would be a, a better testing ground. But again, I think I think it would infringe on the the moment it's used incorrectly, it would just everybody would lose their shit. Which it will be. In in a place like Sweden or a place like here. So. I don't know, it, it, it docks people for posting fake news on their on their social media so that could go a long way yeah but how i mean how do you for sure i mean it's how do you really control that and how would you control that here where where that's freedom of speech people yeah most people don't even know they're posting fake news a lot of the time it would be totally different over here for sure so you so again i think it's a good idea but it would just it would have to be so pure that the moment it messes up it would just fall apart yeah it really it makes people care about their image for sure and makes them proud of their standing but i just don't know why humanity can't be good in the first place but yeah i i think yeah that's the kicker i don't think but again like i i think i'm a decent you're opt- i mean i think we're both pretty optimistic true that it would that it would work yeah. but like i think we're both decent people i've run red lights i jaywalk yeah everybody does it i have bills to pay so, so like, you would need wiggle rim for the for the good yeah. pick up trash though you do but that i mean how do you record that well the in that vice video is just a woman going around writing in her notebook Who's doing good deeds and not? See, so so if you appoint, let's say you appoint an official, mm-hmm. and that, and let's say you're in uh, a small town in Oklahoma, and you obviously you've been to high school with this official, and you let's say uh, why obviously what why obviously well like a small town a small town everybody goes to you're the same from high school. Oklahoma okay the same yeah yeah you're still in Oklahoma that same small town uh, not a lot of people leave and you screw over this official who gets appointed and they remember that they would ruin your life. They could ruin your life. So you can't do it based on human behavior. It has to be an algorithm, I feel like. You gotta have... I feel like you would have to put your our hands in, in an AI's hands. I, I really don't know. Because humans are spiteful, dude. It's a thing. True, but... No matter how hard you want to avoid it, no matter how hard you want to believe that humans aren't spiteful, I'd be, I feel like that would be the biggest flaw in this system. The, the human element? Because the, um, the internet usage in like a small town wherever is not as high as, say, New York or Denver or Los Angeles or something like that. So, the, so uh-huh, uh-huh. it would be, A, easier to monitor but not everything's gonna go on the internet in that small town yeah well there's not enough like cameras or yeah there's no need for them it's a weird it's it's tough that's a tough this is a tough uh system for sure if it's by the way four million people have already been blocked from buying plane tickets in china 
11 million. Four. No, 4 million from from buying high-speed train tickets. High, pe- high-speed train 11 tickets. 11 million from buying flights. That's 11 million people. And you know how hard it probably is to climb back up into good standing? It's probably got to donate donate a lot of blood. Donate blood, donate money, and who knows where the money goes if it's a corrupt organization. Yeah, the guy in that video was like it's technically to charity, but I don't, I don't really track. I don't care to track where it goes. Yeah, which, by the way, we'll put these episodes, this Vice episode, and these two articles in the description below if you want to read for yourself. But it's crazy, man. Yeah, it is crazy. Okay, again, are you for it? Are you against it? What would your score be? I think knowing you're, we're for putting it in the U.S. or putting it in China. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, people. so the majority of people in China seem to be for this. Yeah, but they have had government monitoring since they've been born. True. This, this generation true, true. knows nothing else, I feel like, a lot of the time. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, so yeah, they're, yeah. So yeah. they're just used to being monitored, and they don't really have a choice. Believe it or not, it's not a voting thing. They're not going to vote if the system's okay. It's just, it's going into play in, yeah. in 2020. It's being implemented. Whether you like it or not. And I'm sure up to this point, a lot of the systems have been voluntary. And the people who have volunteered in to do it already are going to be at the top standing while the people who didn't volunteer already and are just placed into the system next year are going to be screwed. Going to get effed. Yeah. So I th- I think knowing China right now, I would be against it because they have to figure their, their shit out. And the way that it's going to be run, I am against it. Yeah. Because it makes individuals kind of live up to the, live up to social standards and that's not what being an individual human is about i'm some four elements of it but like you said i think you can't take all of it i think you take all or nothing but it, it does make people act better be a better citizen it makes them aware of who they are in society true which can be either a good thing or a bad thing depending on the person that's all case by case unfortunately in the U.S., it would it wouldn't work either because we have too many freedoms. Yeah, and no one and no one would vote for it. There'd be a huge party against it and a huge party for it, and it would take years and years to get passed, and then too many freedoms to monitor and to be scored. Mm-hmm. I think eventually it will happen. I think eventually it will happen. Maybe like two hundred, three hundred years down the road, but it's yeah. going to happen in the U.S. I mean, yeah, I think. I think you're right. I think let's say China puts this into play 2020 and their GDP goes up by five points or more than that. Mm-hmm. They're, they're already the leading nation in the world just by pure numbers. Every country is going to be like, oh, maybe this is a good idea. Yeah. It's scary. But I think it's I think in the next I mean, it depends on what's going to happen with China. But I think that and obviously China's numbers are a little weird a lot of the time. But if there's a, a financial cost to data management like this, a, a financial benefit, it, people are going to be into it. Yeah, but all of the talk about marijuana in this in this country and I mean, it is taking off in some areas, but. There's yeah, but if it's legal, you it, it goes into the system. Like it's you can't 
duck. Colorado is making so much money off this, and state other states are having a look. And other states are doing it. New York's gonna do it. Let me get out my fucking point, guy. <laughs> Just think about how long it's it's gonna take for every state to legalize. Alabama. That's the for only sure. state I can name. <laughs> no, like just states in the South, very conservative states are always yeah. going to be, not always, but going to be against it for a long, <laughs> long time. And the regulation, the rules and regulations that would have to go into something like a social currency system, yeah. I don't know if, if, not in our lifetime, but eventually. I don't know. I think it could be in our lifetime. I think it definitely, it definitely helps out the educated as opposed to the, the non-educated who don't know necessarily how to fit into the system. It leaves those people behind, for sure. But that's, I mean, that's America now. I'm left behind. <laughs> You're educated. You have you have a, at least a, a degree. Two of them. Dose. All right. Well, yeah. Let us know what you think about social currency system, if you would like to have one, and would free pizza be involved? Do you get discounts on pizza? Then you're in. Oh, I'm totally in. <laughs> Only at uh, Domino's. Only at Domino's. Yeah, not the worst pizza. Yeah. Eh. Eh. All right. So yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with what's the topic, Andrew? Streetwear and streetwear on urban wear or whatever. Streetwear and hype beasts. Hype beasts. Yeah. Word. So. You can reach us at brotherversusbrotherpod.com uh, on Instagram at brotherversusbrother underscore podcast or reach us at Gmail at brotherversusbrotherpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, so that's it for this week. Come back next week. Have a beautiful couple of days and smell you later see you wait do you have anything else to add uh no i was just gonna congratulate the green book on winning nice guy other call outs shout outs be good be good in the world and then you won't get a bad social score yeah i'm gonna come personally social score you oh did i did i do you wrong in the past not you just everybody just oh nick is gonna i don't think nick would be a good social score manager why I think you would be. I think you would be mean to people. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably be pretty nice to everybody. Uh, I'm a forgiving person. But that's the problem: is you got to be mean to the people so they learn. That deserve it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Goddamn jaywalkers! All right. <laughs> Shout out to Chris Qua for making mention in this episode. Love you, Cuz. Yeah. What's up, Cuz? All right. Here we go. Wrapping up. Fool you. Fool you.